we inform. Religious freedom is about people of faith being able to live out their faith, live out their convictions, no matter where they are. We equip. This is a battle of worldviews. And we activate. We also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character hope. This is AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. And good Tuesday, everyone. Uh, Sitting in for Walker today, I'm Fred Jackson. Uh, Real pleasure to be here. A busy news day, but also a busy day here at American Family Radio. We are featuring the greatest journey promotion today. Going to be talking about that in just a little bit. Uh, There's big news today. Has uh, President Biden and President Vladimir Putin met by way of a video conference and uh, some tension in the lead-up to that meeting over the Ukraine. So we're going to be talking about that in just a few moments. Uh, But as I say, a busy day here at AFA at the core. Uh, I know Walker's been sharing with you from Psalm uh, 1, and just wanted to read a few verses there once again. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chafe, that the wind blows away. You know what? Uh, God's promises are so important, and They've always been important, but I think today when we are experiencing, uh, I believe, a spiritual warfare uh, that we have not seen, at least in my time, uh, now, it's it's been there all the while <laughs> when uh, Satan uh, opposed God and Satan was thrown out of heaven. Uh, he made it his business uh, to deceive and to destroy. That's basically his game plan. Uh, But for the Christian, uh, it is giving our lives over to the Lord. And the Lord has been working through Christians, has been working through the church all of these years. And God is still in control, folks. It may look, if you listen to the mainstream media a lot, you can run the danger, even as Christians, we lose hope. But we ought not to, because our hope is in the Lord. And, you know, sometimes we need these difficult times of spiritual warfare to get our roots down deeper, and it makes us stronger. We know that sometimes the Lord takes us through very difficult times, but that just strengthens us as we rely more on the Lord, and the Lord reveals his power to us. And so be encouraged today, folks. You may be really experiencing that spiritual warfare right now in your workplace, at home, things going on in your kids' schools, all of those sorts of things. But do not be discouraged. Bring it to the Lord in prayer. Ask him for wisdom, and you'll grow in this period of time, and you'll be a better testimony also, because the Bible also teaches us to let our lights shine. I was just reading that today in my personal devotion. We ought to let our light shine to a world that really needs to see the light of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Well, as I say, it's a a big day here. It is the greatest journey promotion, 
And uh, what that's all about, basically, I know a lot of you listening right now have probably been involved with the Samaritan's Purse Operation Christmas Child Shoebox Program. Uh, in fact, uh, my wife and I just sent our boxes in uh, just a few weeks ago, like many of you. In fact, uh, I heard an interview this morning that uh, upwards of, what, 10 million boxes uh, get uh, put into the process center, uh, these shoe boxes to be sent to kids all over the world. And uh, the second part of that program is what we're featuring today is The Greatest Journey. And uh, who better to explain what The Greatest Journey is all about is the man who had Samaritan's Purse, Franklin Graham. Have you ever thought what comes after the box? At Samaritan's Purse, we've got an incredible program after Operation Christmas Child. It's called The Greatest Journey. The purpose of Samaritan's Purse is evangelism. We just don't want to just hand out a box. Children that put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we want to disciple them and raise up an army of young kids who can take their faith and share it with another child so that that person will put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. This is what it's all about, evangelism, taking the gospel to another generation. The Greatest Journey is an incredible opportunity uh, to take children and set them down and then give them kind of an overview of the scripture so they understand the basic concepts of the Bible and then to teach them verses where they have to memorize verses. And at the end of 12 weeks, they get a certificate and they get a Bible. We always work through the local church. And when it's all said and done and the training's finished, these kids are gonna be part of the church, going out into their communities, sharing their faith in Jesus Christ. It's a great opportunity to impact the life of a child, teaching children how to share their faith with their friends and family around the world, raising up an army of evangelists who can take the gospel to the next generation. Well, The Greatest Journey, what an incredible program. And today we're giving you the opportunity to be involved with that. You know, a lot of us can't go on mission trips in various places of the world, uh, but we can send the shoeboxes. And also today we can be part of this Greatest Journey promotion, as Franklin Graham was just talking about. You know, for $6, you can provide that curriculum, that teaching for one child. $6. So for 10 children, it's 60 bucks. For 25 children, $150 uh, gets you uh, 25 children. You know, what an opportunity, folks. So right now, here's what you can do to make that contribution, make that happen. Call 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Or you can donate online at AFR.net. What a deal that is. You know, at Christmas time, let's face it, <laughs> we spend a lot of money on ourselves. Uh, gifts, uh, you know, feasts that we have, all of that sort of thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But here's a great opportunity at this time of the year to share what God has given you so that other precious kids around the world can get the gospel. And as Franklin Graham said, this is all done through the local churches in these various countries around the world. So whatever God is leading you to do today, you can do it right now, 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Or you can go online right now to AFR.net, and you'll find a place right there where you can make that contribution. All right, uh, big in the news today was about a two-hour uh, conference this morning 
uh, between President Joe Biden and President Vladimir Putin. Now, what's going on here, folks, basically is this. Uh, The Russians have amassed thousands of soldiers on the Ukrainian border. And there is great concern, you can imagine, in the Ukraine, but in other parts of the world, too, that there is an invasion, a Russian invasion in the planning there. And so uh, today, what's been happening is that Biden and Vladimir Putin sitting down and discussing this Now, Putin says he wants guarantees that the West, NATO countries, will not try to push to include Ukraine under the NATO umbrella. That's what's going on here. And in return, Biden is saying he wants assurances that Putin has no plans uh, to invade uh, the Ukraine, as the Russians did back in 2014, indeed, when uh, Joe Biden was vice president of the United States and the Russians went into Crimea. Uh, concerns raised by then-President Barack Obama didn't seem to matter much to Vladimir Putin. But, you know, as a backdrop to all of this right now is the fact, and this is not an original thought with me, is that military analysts and political analysts around the world are saying because of what they've seen from Joe Biden, there is great concern about his resolve What they're talking about, for instance, is the just catastrophic withdrawal of the United States from Afghanistan under the leadership of Joe Biden. And there is real concern that not only Russia, but other superpower, bad actors in the world are trying to take advantage of what they see as great weakness in President Joe Biden. One of the people that I've seen uh, interviewed lately, in fact, this morning, is Dan Hoffman. And he is a a former CIA station chief. And he says dictatorships on the the rise around the world. And they're emboldened right now by Biden's withdrawal from Afghanistan and how that withdrawal, and we're still paying for that today, uh, what a disaster that was. So here's Dan Hoffman, Cut 12. I think dictatorships are on the march around the world at a level unprecedented since the Second World War. And you can add to the list that, that you made uh, North Korea, which has a nuclear program and a ballistic missile capability of inflicting great harm on the region and beyond all the way to our homeland. Uh, the Biden administration's chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan uh, demonstrated not only that we're not as interested as we used to be in taking the fight to the enemy and defending ourselves overseas as we need to, uh, but also that uh, that we were really unable to um, to deliver the kind of effective foreign policy that we should have. We left U.S. citizens and our allies behind, and Afghanistan is now a terrorist state. All right, there you have it. That's Dan Hoffman. He is a, a former CIA station chief in his assessment, and he's not the only one saying that. Uh, I mean, I think there is great concern when it comes to our national security I mean, you, you cannot leave out of that equation what has been happening on our southern border. Uh, you talk about a crisis that, unfortunately, the mainstream media doesn't want to talk about that is continuing today uh, on our southern border. They're just streaming across there. Uh, there are some estimates now of close to a million. Since Joe Biden became president, close to a million people have entered this country illegally and in most cases, they're being welcomed with open arms on our southern border and then being transferred uh, to cities all over the country. And uh, so people are seeing this. 
And they're seeing with regards to how countries like Iran, even Afghanistan, Afghanistan is now becoming a terrorist base in the wake of the United States pulling out. There's a lot of dangers there. And a lot of people just aren't sure that uh, Joe Biden uh, is the person that needs to be in place right now. It's really interesting. Uh, This morning, and this is going to be cut number three, Bobby, Uh, this morning, Kaylee McNamee, who used to be the White House spokesman uh, and spokesperson, and uh, so she was there in the White House when Donald Trump, I think, had the respect of those bad actors around the world, and she's kind of contrasting today uh, the difference that she sees in having a person like Joe Biden sitting in the Oval Office versus Donald Trump. Cut number three. It's staffers that are preparing this, and Biden, of course, will be briefed and and well-prepared by his team. That being said, I mean, Putin's notorious for knowing how to push buttons, change things. Um, And you have to be equipped. You have to be deft. You have to be on your feet. You have to know the games that Putin inevitably will play. And I'm not certain any of those words describe the current president and his capabilities on the world stage. Again, I want the best for our country. I hope he's tough. I hope he takes firm actions. I hope that Putin walks away understanding Mm -hmm. you can't act in the way, let's say, China's doing with hypersonic missiles or North Korea. Uh, you know, they're back to their antics. But I don't know if they will understand that because we all see Biden's uh, capabilities. Yeah, that was Kaylee McEnany. And I'll tell you, uh, when, when you do look and you take an honest look of what's happening in the world today, uh, look at what's happening with the threats to Taiwan. Uh, is, is Taiwan optimistic that a Biden presidency is going to be there for them? Should China make the moves that a lot of people fear they will? China also uh, developing a military base on the Atlantic side of the African continent. Uh, That's almost unheard of. And not to mention now what Putin, you know, I saw a little bit of the video this morning of Putin and Biden sitting down. You just got the sense looking at that video that Putin knew he was in control of this situation and that uh, he's got the better of Biden. We can hope that that is not the case, uh, but we need to be in prayer, as we said, off the top of the program. All right. You're listening to AFA at the Core. Fred Jackson sitting in uh, for Brother Walker today. We're back right after the break. Don't go away. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. My name is Abraham Hamilton III, and this is the Hamilton Minute. In his October 11, 1798 address to the Massachusetts militia, John Adams, second president of the United States and founding father, said, Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. He understood that in order for the American Constitutional Republic to survive long term, the church in America must make disciples of its populace. And immoral people will always destroy themselves through lawlessness. To think otherwise is to suffer under a grand delusion. Listen each weekday from 5 to 6 p.m. Central for The Hamilton Corner or visit the podcast page at AFR.net for more from Abraham Hamilton III, public policy analyst for the American Family Association. 
This is Raising Godly Girls Minute with Patty Garibay of American Heritage Girls. We speak about God's plan all the time. For everything a season, His ways are better, His timing is perfect. They're all rooted in the strong, reassuring truth that God loves each of us intimately. But what about when life doesn't feel like it's going according to plan? A breakup, a college rejection letter, a scary diagnosis, or even the death of a friend. These moments of despair can make our girls lose sight of God's goodness. But even in the loneliness, disappointment, fear, and anger, He is still good. Consider penning these words on a sticky note or reciting them as a daily affirmation. Scripture, like the book of Job, reassures us that when we seek first the will of God instead of our own plans, we will ultimately be blessed. Like what you've heard? Learn more about empowering girls through the love of God at RaisingGodlyGirls.com. We can all relate to the discipleship impact Sunday School or VBS has had on our children's lives. The greatest journey is just like that, but with worldwide impact. Your gift of $6 provides evangelism and discipleship for children and multiplication of the church in more than 100 countries worldwide. Join with AFR and other listeners in this powerful outreach, sending the gospel into the corners of the world. Since 2009, as a result of this program, more than 12 million children have made decisions to follow Christ. $60 reaches 10 children, 150 reaches 25 children. Your donation provides instruction materials in 12 discipleship lessons in a child's own language, led by a teacher trained by Samaritan's Purse. Call 877-616-2396. That's 877-616-2396. Or donate online at AFR.net and help send children on the greatest journey. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. And indeed, welcome back to this Tuesday edition of AFA at the Core. Fred Jackson sitting in for Walker Wallman today. Well, as I've been mentioning, it's a very special day here at American Family Radio as we have our yearly Greatest Journey promotion. And we are delighted to uh, have joined us right now the Development Manager of Operation Christmas Child and the Greatest Journey. And her name is Hannah Bolvey. Hannah, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to be on air with you. All right. Hannah, you're talking to us from where? I am uh, talking to you from Boone, North Carolina, a beautiful mountainous area up in the mountains at the Samaritan's Purse and Operation Christmas Child Headquarters. Yeah, that's uh, and, and we should perhaps clarify all that. Samaritan's Purse, I think people are familiar with it, many hands ministry, and then underneath that is Operation Christmas Child. And part of Operation Christmas Child is The Greatest Journey. Did I kind of outline it correctly? You sure did. Absolutely. That's great. Okay. Now, tell us a little bit about this. I I know a lot of folks listening right now are very familiar uh, with the uh, Operation Christmas Child, the shoeboxes, because I think as we speak, they're on their way to Atlanta to be then distributed, millions of them all over the world. But we want to focus today on uh, The Greatest Journey, which is kind of a follow-up program. So just go through that with us. Absolutely. So like you said, so many people um, who are wonderful, faithful shoebox packers still do not really know or understand that the shoebox, as wonderful as it is, is really just the tip of the iceberg. So we know that um, a box of 
toys and hygiene items and school supplies can definitely bless a child, but it is not going to make on its own an eternal impact unless it goes with the good news of who Jesus is and um, who we are and um, what he has done for us. And so we really um, want to make sure that every shoebox um Every child who receives a shoebox, that the, the good news of Jesus is going with that shoebox. And so, um, as well as at, at an outreach event, children receive their shoeboxes and hear the good news of the gospel. In addition to that, children are invited back to um, the same church or the same pavilion or the same mango tree. It depends on, you know, where in the world we are. But wherever it was that they received their shoebox, they're invited to come back um, for the following usually 12 weeks. We have a 12-lesson discipleship program um, that is taught by a believer um, in a local community who um, has been trained by Samaritan's Purse to um, run this discipleship program and really pour into and mentor these children and and in the in the true sense of the term, disciple them. Um, you know, we take it very seriously that we're not supposed to just go into all the world and tell people about Jesus. That's not what we've been told to do. We've been told to go into all the world and make disciples, and that is a much um, longer term commitment than simply going in and telling someone and then leaving. We, we need to follow it up. So that's what that's what the uh, Greatest Journey Discipleship Program is, and. Um, we love that you guys partner with us to let people know more about this program, but also to support it. It's $6 provides um, a work student workbook, a graduation certificate when they're finished, a Bible in their own language, and then it provides resources also to go towards the teacher training and the teacher's leader guide. Amen. And the number to call right now, folks, is 877 616 Two three nine six. That's eight seven seven six one six two three nine six. Going to give that number again because you may be driving in your car and you're going to pull over safely and you're going to write this down eight seven seven six one six two three nine six or you can donate online at afr.net. So you you just it's six dollars uh, to to provide the material and the teaching for one child. So for ten kids it's sixty dollars. For twenty five it's it's a hundred and fifty kids that are reached mm-hmm. with that. So this is abs- pardon me a hundred and fifty reaches twenty five children. So this is an absolutely incredible program, and I I, I really do like Hannah the way you frame that. Uh, the shoe boxes are are very important. It is the pointy end of the spear. But this follow-up is has eternal consequences. Absolutely, you know, and the I sometimes I like to say that you know if you have a neighbor move into your neighborhood, you might make a plate of cookies or your famous banana bread or whatever it is, and take it over to your new neighbor. And it's not because what your neighbor needs most in the whole world at that moment when they're moving in is a plate of cookies. Although you know, cho- chocolate chip cookies are a good thing, mm-hmm. but what they really need is a neighbor they need to know the person behind the cookies you know and in in such a similar way the shoebox provides us a reason to go it provides an opportunity for a pastor or for a small church or a local community to 
go where they otherwise might not have a good reason to just go or it might be awkward for them just to, you know, start you know, yelling in the streets or whatever, the good news of Jesus. So, and, and we see this all over the world. You know, there's a, um, I recently talked to someone who um, was working in Mongolia and um, a little tiny um, people group, unreached people group. Um, it's a village of about 3000 people. And in that village, there's one family that knows Christ. And, um, a total of five, total of five people in a, in a village of about 3,000. And they brought the shoeboxes in and um, began following up with, you know, gave them to all of the children and then followed it up with the um, the 12 lesson discipleship course, The Greatest Journey. And now over 20 adults and 14 kids are a part of the growing church there because when we impact the life of a child, especially in a meaningful way, we do not just impact the life of that child. We see mothers and fathers and aunts and grannies coming and saying, okay, what's going on? You know, my children are changing. They're different. Can I sit in the back and listen? You know, what's going on here? And and they get to hear the hope of the gospel and they've never heard it before. They have never heard that they have a way out of um, the guilt and the shame and the, the, the trap that sin is that just keeps sucking you in, you know? And so they find hope and freedom through Jesus in these communities. And so we recognize that, you know, stuff is a, a powerful tool. The shoebox is a powerful tool to open the doors. But we also have to recognize that things can't save us. You know, if things could save us, then the American child would be the happiest, mm. what best behaved, you know, most holy children on the planet. And we, we look around and we say, you know, it's not the stuff. It's not the stuff that's going to save them. It's the hope of the gospel. So, um, yeah, there's a huge lasting impact. Amen. Amen. So, folks, the number to call once again, 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396. What a wonderful way, Hannah, to give a Christmas gift to some child uh, around around the other side of the globe today. And, uh, you know, I, I, as I was saying earlier, we're focused a lot of this time of the year on, on family and friends and relatives, all that sort of thing. And that is not bad. But folks, do not lose sight of the bigger picture as Christians as why we're here. We are to reach out with the gospel. And this program, The Greatest Journey, is a wonderful opportunity for you to do that. Uh, you don't have to travel to those countries. Uh, the Greatest Journey, Samaritan's Purse will take care of that for you. They'll make sure that this curriculum is into the hands of these kids, these local pastors, and as Hannah's just been explaining, uh, I, I wonder if you have a story, Hannah, uh, that you can give us of, of a child who has gone through this program and perhaps gone on to full-time service in the Lord. Are there accounts like that? Oh, there are so many. In fact, um, you know, in Ecuador at, at the end of 2019, right before kind of everything shut down, um, there was actually a reunion of over 55 students um, former students of The Greatest Journey who decided to kind of get back together um, in Ecuador. And, you know, they were standing around in the room and kind of talking about what they were doing. And almost every single one of them were engaged in full 
time ministry for the Lord. And they had come to know the Lord through this program. Many of them were um, involved with the Operation Christmas Child programs um, still or were teaching children in their church. Some of them were pastors. Some of them had actually gone into other places to you know, work with missions. But they were, they were faithfully following the Lord. And they looked back and said, you know, if this program hadn't come and, and not just told us about Christ, but really trained us up in what it means to know him, how to study the Bible for ourselves. You know, we we don't want to just tell kids about Jesus. Like I said, we really want to teach them how on their own to study God's word and provide, you know, caring, responsible, trained adults who can help explain it to them as they go. And so we see a lasting fruit and we're, it's exciting because we're beginning to see a multi-generational fruit from this as well. Amen. Anna Bolvi, thank you so much with The Greatest Journey, Development Manager for Operation Christmas Child. It's a joy, and uh, we want to give that number again, 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396, or you can donate online at AFR.net. Hannah, thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you, and Merry Christmas to you. You as well. All right, take care. All right, today, uh, among the news stories, we got a few minutes uh, before our next break. Uh, today, we're remembering uh, 80, year, 80 years uh, since the attack on Pearl Harbor. It's been very moving this week to see there are a few survivors that are left, some of them over 100 years old, uh, that have gathered in, uh, at Pearl Harbor today to remember. And uh, some of some of these folks have been sharing online their experiences of, uh, of, of that day, 80 years ago. And uh, let's have a listen to a few of those testimonies. Cut number one. I can still see the ship sitting there at 45 degrees covered in the smoke. You see that as you stand here? Oh, yeah. Looked like the same thing. How come I survived? Yeah. Yeah. Why did they die off? And you don't yeah. have an answer to that, do you? Well, I don't think anybody does. That anyone survived, it turns a boy into a man, is remarkable. It was instant confusion. Had scrabble confusion. Well, there you have it. Those are some of the ones that are remembering today our Pearl Harbor. And, I, and, and really, if you have an opportunity today just to give thanks to all those who have, have served uh, in our military. And uh, I, I know it's, it's a time right now, it's a, it's a tough time in the military. I have a family member uh, who is in the military, and uh, things have changed <laughs> uh, even in the last year uh, since uh, Joe Biden became president. And uh, it can be very stressful uh, right now because uh, wokeness has entered our military and our leadership, and a lot in the ranks are facing a tough, tough time. In particular, this this vaccination mandate uh, that is going on, and uh, I know I'll, there are petitions that are going up for exemptions amongst our military, but just the environment inside our military right now. So we need to be praying uh, for our men and women in uniform. Uh, <laughs> there is always the national security threat, and they are preparing for that. And I'm so thankful, but also right now there is a climate inside uh, of our military and we're familiar with it what's going on politically in this country but just imagine if you're a member of the military right now uh, you you don't have the freedom to speak up <laughs> we're all familiar with a few cases now that have 
military members who have spoken up against these vaccine mandates and uh, what has happened to them. So be praying. There are legal firms that are representing some military members right now with regards to these vaccine mandates. Uh, We were talking about this a little earlier today on another program here at American Family Radio, Today's Issues. We know a whole lot more now than what we did 18 months ago, even 12 months ago, about this vaccine. And I, I think the facts are catching up with the fear that was out there across the country. And the facts, as time goes on, I think just reveals to us that, um, you know, probably uh, we are going to have COVID uh, for, for many, many years. But I think the facts that are coming out, folks, and I, I'm, I'm thinking of this latest version that came out of South Africa just a few weeks ago. The doctors were saying uh, this latest version, folks, a few sniffles, you feel bad for a few days, but that's it. And even there was an admission of that, you may find this hard to believe, from Dr. Fauci in recent interviews in the last couple of days saying, It appears right now, you know, it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be. Really? So, folks, I think the country is turning a corner that we have to learn to live with this. Now, if you feel and you and your doctor feel you have to have the vaccination and the boosters, that's up to you. Uh, We're not anti-vaccine. But I think a whole lot more now in the way of knowledge with regards to this can be treated. We are paying more attention to those with natural immunity. Uh, People are getting tested for antibodies and all that sort of thing. So I think there is a growing skepticism and resistance based on facts, based on the science, as Dr. Fauci likes to talk about, that we need to be at least taking, uh, stepping back and looking at these mandates. And maybe when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about the newest mandate issued by the mayor of New York, de Blasio. And a lot of people are really questioning the need for this kind of mandate. Can't even go into a restaurant unless you're vaccinated. You've heard the stories coming out of Australia. But also there's the stories now of rebellion against that. And it is going to be a political issue as we head into the midterms next year. All right, you're listening to AFA at the Court. Fred Jackson sitting in for Walker today. Have another break coming up, and then we're going to go to our phones. 888-589-8840 is the number to call. 888-589-8840. Love to hear from you when we come back after the break. Busy to catch your favorite shows on the radio? Have no fear, because the AFR app is here. Download the app to have access to live broadcast, music streaming, as well as each podcast. Whether you're at work, at home, or on the go, it's easy to listen to AFR. The AFR app is available not only for Apple and Android users, but also on Amazon Alexa and Roku. 
Download the AFR app today. If you are anti-AFR.net. Absolutely anti-vax. I don't care what you're What does the American Family Association stand for? AFA believes that all men and women, whether in private or public, should be free to exercise their faith without hindrance from the government. These values and more are part of our mission to inform, equip, and activate individuals to strengthen the moral foundations of our culture. We also support the church. We want to be a leading organization in biblical worldview training for cultural transformation. Thank you for standing with us. The following are real life stories from Trinity Debt Management. My story begins with debt, a lot of debt. I used my credit cards as a source of income. It was not a good situation. I couldn't pay my bills. The interest on the cards was really high. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. I initially was scared to call and immediately I felt relieved. They contacted all of our creditors and they put us on a plan for success. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. I've been able to pay off close to $15,000. We're doing a lot better. Please pick up the phone and see how affordable and easy it is to pay off your debt. It's a godsend. We're debt-free for keeps. Call Trinity at 1-800-788-1813. That's 1-800-788-1813. It gives an impetus to share your faith when you think you've got answers to objections that you expect people to bring up. The American Family Studios video series, Intro to God's Revelation, featuring Dr. Richard Howe, shows how God has revealed Himself in nature and His Word, and how we can rightly understand what God has said. These truths are just a part and parcel of the Christian life. It isn't just for the professional clergy. Learn the fundamentals of how to approach and understand the Bible in an age of skepticism. This six-week video curriculum is perfect for your Sunday school class or study group, and it can prepare you to give a defense of God's Word and how He speaks to us in nature. Knowing whether and how God communicates is a safeguard against false claims about God communicating. Intro to God's Revelation, DVDs and workbook are available for purchase at afastore.net or call 877-927-4917. AFA at the Core podcast are available at AFR.net. Back to AFA at the Core on American Family Radio. And indeed, welcome back to this Tuesday edition of AFA at the Core. Fred Jackson sitting in for a walker today as we celebrate the greatest journey, uh, promoting the greatest journey today. I uh, just heard an excellent interview with uh, Hannah Bowley. Uh, who heads up the greatest journey for Operation Christmas Child. You know, we, we talked to Han a little bit about the people impacted by this, and I wanted to play you a testimony of uh, a young man by the name of Luis Gonzalez. You know, he was six years old living in Panama when he received one of those shoe boxes containing the first toy he had ever received. Isn't that hard for us to imagine here in North America, here in the United States? Uh, six years of age, he got the first toy he'd ever received, a stuffed lamb, as well as school supplies that he had prayed for, and a letter that said, Jesus loves you, and I love you too. Luis gave his life to Christ, and now is an adult involved in church ministry. Let's hear his testimony. So the greatest journey started in 2009. Since then, Three of my friends are now teaching The Greatest Journey, so why are they doing it? You know, 
they received the shoebox the same time I received my shoebox gift. And since then, they know from experience the impact that that shoebox have in their life. So now they're reaching the community, they're going out and telling the children that received the shoebox gift to enroll in the 12-week discipleship program. So yes, as soon as they enroll in the greatest journey, they see the example because they are from the same church. They live in the same community. You know what my friends told me? They said, hey, Luis, this is great. We have never seen anything like this. The children that just graduated from the 12-week discipleship program are bringing their friends, wow. their families, their grandpa, their grandma, and the church is growing. Isn't that awesome? That is awesome. And this year, I got the chance to go back to Panama and deliver two boxes. While I was there, I saw at the graduation that one boy, he said, I walk two hours every week just to come to the discipleship program. Wow. And I, I was shocked because we have churches everywhere. Yes, we do. Everywhere in the United States mm -hmm. we have churches. And we don't even go. But right. this little boy that was 13 years old walked two hours every week just oh. to go to the 12-week lessons. Hey, when I saw his certificate and the New Testament, I was so happy uh, because I know that he is going to go and tell others what he experienced. I know that he gave his heart to Jesus. And that just fills my heart. And you can be part of this mm -hmm. just by a simple donation of $6. Amen. Luis Gonzalez, what a great testimony. And I'm sure there are many, many more Luises out there, folks. And uh, what a gift that you can give this Christmas. Uh, this gift of uh, a lessons that lead people to Jesus Christ all over the world, these kids. The number to call, 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396, or you can donate online at AFR.net, AFR.net. You know, uh, we're just privileged here at American Family Radio to come alongside other ministries, Uh, such as, you know, Operation Christmas Child, Samaritan's Purse, uh, to be able to be a part of that. And uh, it opens the door for you to be a part also. Just imagine, six bucks, folks. That's all it is, six bucks. And that prov provides the curriculum for that 12-week course uh, for these dear children all over the world. You know, millions. I heard a figure this morning, I think, of 10 million of these shoeboxes go out every year. Just think about that. 10 million kids getting these shoeboxes all over the world, and now this opportunity uh, for these lessons through local churches all over the world that provide training, provide these lessons, and provide a wonderful opportunity for these kids uh, to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. I can't think of anything more important. As I say, I'm just glad to be part of American Family Radio and are teaming up with these other ministries. It's just part of what we do. Speaking of media, uh, many of you know I, I spent many years in secular media, and uh, I, I tell you what, what I'm observing today in the secular news business is absolutely shocking, uh, particularly now, and we've really seen it, I'm, well, we really started to see it during the Trump years, how biased they were. Donald Trump couldn't do anything right. In fact, I would say it was a hatred of Donald Trump and what he stood for, Uh, as far as wanting to lead this country um, back to greatness uh, as it was. 
And now we're seeing the flip side of this. We're seeing a media that believes that Joe Biden and the White House can do nothing wrong. There was a really interesting report in the Daily Caller today that the, the White House has been working with major newslets, news outlets behind the scenes to reshape coverage on the economic crisis. And, and this is a story, apparently, according to CNN, the White House has been inviting news anchors and reporters in for off-the-record uh, kind of meetings to try to convince, not that they need a whole lot of convincing, to put a more positive spin on what's going on economically in this country right now. You know, uh, inflation and what it's doing with gasoline prices and what it's doing with food prices uh, and well, you're well aware of that. And uh, trying to promote the idea that the Biden administration is doing just a wonderful job with job creation and economic growth and what it's doing for the supply chains. Yeah, what it's doing to supply chains. Um, I heard this morning where the ants, one of the answers they've come up with, you know, with this container problem on the West Coast is now that they're stacking up these big ships that are coming in from from places like China, places like Singapore, etc. Um, and what they're doing is uh, diminishing the number that you see off of Long Beach, California. Some of these ships now are they're keeping them out 150 miles offshore. Some of these crews have not been off these ships since October, and so that's what they're doing. They're tr- isn't this typical? Let's change the picture a bit and let's kind of uh, disseminate the ships out further where the cameras can't see them. So that's that's what we're seeing in the way of a solution uh, right now to this supply chain. And you're hearing stories every day on some news outlets of how that's affecting people. So just be aware, folks, as I say, I'm not I'm not sure why the Biden White House feels it is necessary to have these media people in because they're all in basically on the Biden agenda. But the American people are catching on. Fortunately, fortunately, there are still some news agencies out there. And I, I'm, I'm just happy to report that American Family Radio is among them that's out there to give you the truth of what is going on. You know, we talked a little bit uh, before the last break about uh, the latest uh, vaccine mandate. This one in New York City. I mean, you talk about the level of draconianism. This is a mandate for all private companies that their employees have to be vaccinated. I think that's it's something like the 27th of December. I think that's a date that sticks in my mind that these companies, the employees will have to be vaccinated. And then on top of that, they're having these. I don't think they're calling the vaccine passports yet, but a requirement that kids as young as five years of age have to be vaccinated to go into McDonald's. I mean, that's that's the point we are reaching in New York. Monica Crowley uh, is an author, a TV personality, and also lives in New York City. And uh, she was on with Todd Starnes yesterday talking about this de Blasio mandate. Cut six. I'm sure that the incoming mayor, Eric Adams, just loves the fact that the outgoing mayor, who's been a catastrophe in every way for the last eight years, is inflicting this lawless diktat on him and his incoming administration, as well as New Yorkers who are still struggling in large part to come back. Certainly small businesses are. 
And it's going to crush the New York City economy because we are hearing a lot of people who are saying, well, there goes my holiday trip with my kids to New York City. I was going to take them to see Radio City Music Hall and the Rockettes. I was going to take them to see the tree and Rock Center. Can't do it because my six-year-old is not vaxxed and I have no plans to get my child vaxxed. You know, if I was going to take my family on a Christmas trip, the last place... The last place I would be taking them right now is New York City. Um, you know, if I had enough money for plane tickets for my family, I'd be heading to Florida somewhere. You know, you may not be able to get on the beaches. a little bit cool right now. But I would not be going to New York City. That is the bottom line on all of that. And I think Monica Crowley made that very clear. Also, in relation to the de Blasio mandate, uh, Twyla Brace, uh, who is an RN president and co-founder of Citizens Council for Health Freedom, says de Blasio is trying to guilt people and parents into getting the COVID shots. Cut seven. One of the things that the mayor is probably trying to do here is to put pressure on the parents and the non-workers who have children. This is one of the ways to get them to um, inject their children. The other thing is putting pressure on parents from their children. In other words, from their older children who want to, you know, go out and do things that are fun, and suddenly they won't be able to do that if their parents refuse to inject them. Well, children have no idea what is in this injection or how it may impact them or how many of them could end up with permanent heart disease for the rest of their life that will impact what they can do and whether they can be in any sport or, you know, what what does it mean for their lifetime. Yeah, and uh, Twyla Brace, very knowledgeable on that front. And that's the other thing that's happening now. And I, I, as I, I say, I know I think the facts are catching up with the fears right now. A lot of people are finding out about some of the side effects of the vaccines. And, uh, you know, they're, they're taking a step back from this. And again, uh, we're not anti-vaccine here at American Family Radio. That's not the point. The point is being forced being forced to do these things. I was reading an account out of Australia where a woman who refused to get a a vaccine, uh, authorities arrived at her door to take her to a, what would be called a vaccine concentration camp, folks. Now, I, I honestly do believe there are people in this country, some politicians, uh, that's, that's where they are in their thinking of this. Remember uh, Joe Biden not too long ago, a couple of months ago, calling it a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, we now know that's not true. People who have had the vaccine, we now know can get COVID again and can also transmit it on to other people. So uh, deal with the facts. (laughs) We have more knowledge now than what we did 12 months ago, 18 months ago. We have far more knowledge on this. Just do your research, folks. That's the bottom line. You know, de Blasio talking about vaccine and vaccine mandates. He better be talking about the safety of his community because that's the other thing that's happening. <laughs> Jen Saki the other day, though, connecting, saying these the smash and grab stuff that's going on, especially in California. She said COVID is responsible for this. No, it's not. It's the crazy laws that are in Democrat-run cities like New York and Los Angeles. Heard an interview this morning. This is going to be cut nine. 
with the brand new uh, police chief in Beverly Hills. Uh, and his name is Mark Stainbrook, saying prosecutors would make his job a lot easier if they just keep criminals in jail for a minute. Cut nine. We're catching the criminals, and the problem is we're catching them over and over again, and they're being released very quickly without bail, and they're not staying in prison. So we just continue to deal with the same same people again and again. This is a, a confluence of about 10 years of, of laws and policy making, starting with Prop 47, uh, then AB 109, and then uh, Prop 57, uh, which essentially de decriminalized many of the crimes in California. Uh, they also allowed more prisoners to be released back into uh, California streets. Uh, and then with bail reform and exacerbated by COVID, uh, you have more criminals on the streets. You know, the bottom line in all of this, as our boss, uh, Tim Wallman, has said many times over the last several years, elections have consequences. And folks, when you vote people in with these kinds of crazy policies, uh, some of these smash and grab people, I think there were about 14 people arrested the other day in Los Angeles. And I heard one police officer say, before we could get the paperwork done, these people were back out again. That's the problem in, in places like San Francisco and places like Los Angeles. But you, the only way to change things is kind of what they did in Virginia just several weeks ago. You have an election and you put new people in charge. That's what you do. That's the, that's the, the beauty of the system we have. We're not Russia or China yet. So we have an opportunity to make changes and to get involved and to put new people on school boards and put new people on city councils and elect prosecutors that are not under the influence of people like George Soros. All right. Hey, listen, uh, our show is over for right now, but the Greatest Journey promotion continues today. You have an opportunity to get the, the gospel in the hands of kids all over the world, folks. Call right now, 877-616-2396, 877-616-2396 for just $6. You will get gospel lessons into the hands of kids all over the world. $6 per child, $60 will get the hand in the hands of 10 children. All right, folks, it's going to be great to be with you today. Walker will be back in the chair tomorrow. Stay tuned to American Family Radio. Much more great programming. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.